Hey, Robert Fleming here of the law firm of Fleming and Curdy PLC, a Tucson, Arizona elder law estate planning trust administration firm. I'm sitting here with my law partner, Elizabeth Noble Rawlings Freeman, and uh, and we're going to talk to you today about about your estate planning interview. The first time you come to see us, or for that matter, any lawyer about estate planning, what you should expect. Elizabeth, uh, we've pretty much done away with the with the implements of tor torture and the and the dungeon. Um, uh, do we make people look at pictures of dead bodies and really focus on death? No, not at all. <laughs> I have to tell you, I think one of the most difficult things for anybody, whether it's a happily married couple, a single person, a widow is to come into our office and update an existing estate plan or create an estate plan for the first time. It's a really daunting exercise for many people and it's something that I've realized is deeply personal in the way that we approach those conversations. Robert, you have just a wonderful experience of meeting with people and talking about estate planning. One of my questions for you about this is, how do you normally start your meetings? What do you ask people to bring to that initial meeting? Well, we in our office, we send out a questionnaire, and it really, really is helpful if people complete the questionnaire. Usually, if they don't, we'll still talk to them, but it really slows down the process and, and makes it uh, harder for us to understand what the question is. Uh, but I, I will say that almost always my first question, whether they've completed the questionnaire and told us about their assets or not, my first question is, why are you here? Because I don't, I don't want to start with, so who are you going to leave everything to on your death? Or who do you want to name as your personal representative? Those might not be the items uppermost in clients' minds. And I want to get at the thing that motivates them to make the appointment and come in. Maybe it's about their pets. Maybe it's about their spendthrift son. Maybe it's about the fact that they just moved. Maybe it's that they don't like the last lawyer they saw, or they loved the last lawyer they saw, but he or she just retired and, and they need to do something else. Uh, and then that's going to take the conversation in a different direction. I think that I've been surprised on occasion when that initial meeting has really turned into an interview for me. So at 35, as an estate planning attorney, I've learned that people come in and those kinds of questions that you're asking in that initial meeting, they're deeply personal. And I have to be ready for people to ask me questions. Why I might be able to recommend a plan, what my own experience is, what our philosophy at Fleming and Curdy is about estate planning. So I'll say about 25% of the time, I actually have folks come in, they will complete the questionnaire. And when I ask them an opening question or two, I'll quickly learn that First, they want to know about me, and they want to know about why estate planning is a part of my practice, why I have experience, and what I can recommend to them. And I really try and have those initial meetings be pretty open-ended. If in 50 minutes or 75 minutes I'm able to give some recommendations to somebody about an existing estate plan or a new estate plan, that's my goal. In some cases, I will end that appointment and give that client or potential client some homework, some thinking to do before I actually start to do any drafting or agree to a fee or what documents I'm going to prepare. So I have to be quite flexible in those meetings, and I hope that people coming in realize that it's not one size fits all when it comes to estate planning. And, and by the way, we usually 
set the initial fee for those consultations at a flat rate at Fleming and Curdy. Not always, but we usually do. And part of the reason for that is so that clients don't think the meter is running while we're asking them about their background and, and where their kids grew up and questions that don't appear to be directly germane to their estate planning. Usually, though, we have a, an ulterior motive in asking questions like that. We're trying to ferret out exactly what their relationship is with the kids, how much they trust and rely on them, how much the kids already know about the, the parents' estates. Uh, maybe there aren't children and we want to understand what charitable organizations or what other family members are important. Uh, all of that is, is good background information to really understand the clients. One of the things we do in that regard is, in our office, we take a picture of the clients at the initial interview before we even see them there's something going into our computer. And that's partly so that we know that those are the people we talk to and we can prove it. If somebody later says, I don't think that was my mother at all. Oh, here's a picture of the woman who came to see us. But it's largely to help humanize our clients whenever any of our employees opens up your record in our computer system, they see your picture. They see what a sweet, pleasant person you are and how important it is to you that they get good service, that you get good service, uh, and, uh, and, and get your problems addressed. And those photos are optional. So we do have people who come in and they're just not comfortable with a photo, and I completely understand that too. The main focus I think that all of us have here at, at Fleming and Curdy when it comes to estate planning in particular is taking the lead from the folks that come in the front door. It's not surprising when I have somebody come in who has just lost a spouse or child, a really difficult life event. And after that initial meeting, sometimes we decide to just give it a little time, let things settle out. When somebody comes in to talk about an estate plan, I've got to be open to adapt to what their needs are. And I hope that people understand when they come in, it's really about the conversation. I'd like to focus on that first and secondly, think about what kind of documents might be able to be put in place to implement their intent. By the way, you talk about open-ended interviews, and that's really critically important, I think. We need to let you rattle on, frankly, uh, to find out exactly what which elements of your estate plan are most important to you, which things we might suggest adjustments for, but which things you have very fixed in your mind about this is the way it needs to be done. And for that matter, why that idea is fixed in your mind and, and whether, uh, whether we really need to talk about it or, or we can just accept your instruction on uh, one particular part of your plan. And sometimes, Robert, it turns out that somebody who comes in to meet with us and wants us to do an estate plan, our practice and the philosophy of the work that we do here is not a good fit with what that person wants, what their goals are. It's very rare, but it can happen. And in those cases, after those initial meetings, I really want to make sure that I can redirect that person to an estate planning attorney here in our community who might be able to help him or her. So I would tell you when we say open-ended, that means that even if it's not a good fit for you to work with us, I do want to find you the right place to go. And Robert, I think part of that has to do with how we view community and the wonderful circle of estate planning attorneys in Tucson. Absolutely. You know, we could do a whole other session, and I believe that we now will, about how a client can prepare for that initial meeting, not from our perspective, but from the client's perspective, what they need to do. So uh, let's sign off here and and do that as a separate podcast item uh, at a later date. 
this is Robert Fleming. I've been talking with Elizabeth Noble Rawlings Freeman. We are partners. We are two of the three partners for the moment, along with Jackie Mingle at Fleming and Curdy PLC at Tucson, Arizona, estate planning, elder law, trust administration, special needs law firm. Uh, you can check us out online, www.elder-law.com. And uh, we, we hope you're impressed by our description enough that, uh, that you'll consider hiring us as your attorneys. We'll see you then.